Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Today we have a very special show. Crown College has joined our show as a show sponsor. You can find them online at crown.edu forward slash radio. And we have two very special guests that are going to highlight the online MBA program. And what's really great about Crown is that Every program you take, whether you're taking undergraduate studies there or whether you're taking MBA or master's level studies there online, everything comes from a biblical worldview. So we've got on the line today with us from the frozen tundra of Minnesota, Dr. Fawn McCracken. She's the dean of School of Online Studies and Graduate Studies and Dr. Jim Nichols. He's the chairman of the business department. Fawn and Jim, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Good to be with you today. Hi, Jim. Glad to be here. You know, we're just so excited to have you guys partner up with iWorkFrame, and I really want to, you know, as we do on every show, I always ask my guests to share how Christ is making an impact in your life today. So, ladies first, Fawn, talk about how Christ is making a difference in your life today. You know, Christ makes all the difference in the world in my life. Uh, He has been walking with me on this life journey. He's been guiding, directing, filling, and using me each and every day. And the exciting thing is right now he's allowing me to participate in kingdom work at Crown College to help train individuals to further his kingdom and make an impact in this world. Um, as you said in your, in your introduction, it's about seeking the kingdom of God and then following wherever he takes you. Jim, what about you? How's Christ making a difference in your life today? Uh, well, I would echo what, what uh, Fawn just said. That for me in particular, I've seen him recently open some doors to share the gospel 
I've always been amazed and continue am continually amazed at how he is answering prayer in not just my life, but in the lives of, of my family members as well as students here at Crown. And, you know, he constantly is reminding me that he is in control, that whatever the circumstances that I'm facing or others are facing, uh, we're always brought back to his word and we can see that, that he's in control. Uh, whether we think it or not, that's what's happening. Yeah, sometimes it's just so hard to take that deep breath and just go, okay, Lord, I know you've got this. For some reason, I thought I could handle it. For some reason, I thought I could do this without you. Uh, but what, what, it's amazing to me, as we're talking today about Crown's online learning program, and people can find out more about it at crown.edu forward slash radio. Normally on Fridays, we do the I Work For Him radio roundtable. This is a, a special thing where we're bringing you guys on. So if anybody's got questions for our guests from Crown College today, you are certainly welcome to call into the studio line and ask some questions of Fawn or Jim. Call into the studio line at 877-943-9673. Fawn and Jim, when you guys got into education, no way online learning was even on your radar. You never, ever imagined it. How cool is it now? Crown College is a 100-year-old college with a tradition of producing Christ-following students. How long has your online learning program made both undergraduate and graduate programs available? Because they're really, really great programs. Yeah, we've been offering online degree programs at Crown College for the past 14 years. We offered our first undergraduate and graduate degree program in 2001. And our, our very first undergraduate degree program was in Christian ministry, and our first graduate programs were in ministry leadership and intercultural studies. So the, uh, the MBA program, Jim, has been, I think, around for five years, I believe. It started uh, in 2011. And uh, it's gotten excellent uh, response, and we're very excited about the potential and the future that this new program has for us. Well, and people can find out a lot more online at crown.edu forward slash radio. When, you know, what I want to talk about, you guys have both, you've got undergraduate programs, but you have a ton of undergraduate programs available online and multiple master's level programs online. Which, which one, of, which one of the, is your favorite MBA program online? Well, we have a, the MBA, we have a nonprofit uh, uh, track in the MBA, which has been uh, very well received. That's a, that's a new adaptation of the, uh, the traditional MBA. It really is focusing in on opportunities that are making itself available in healthcare, in operating uh, nonprofits, um, social enterprises. Um, and that's, that's been getting a lot of traction. Um, but the MBA in general just has is a well-rounded, very uh, uh, rigorous uh, program designed to uh, to influence and and to allow it, the graduates to to really have a higher level of skills in the in the workplace. We're talking today with Dr. Fawn McCracken, the dean of the School of Online Studies and Graduate Studies from Crown College, and Dr. Jim Nichols, the chairman of the business department, Crown College. You can find out more about them at crown.edu forward slash radio. We're talking today focusing on their online learning program, but you know, I wouldn't just have anybody on my show. We're talking today about this incredible online program where no matter what program you take, whether it's undergraduate studies or master's level studies, you're going to graduate from Crown with a biblical worldview. Jim and Fawn, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim. 
So talk to me about your roles because you guys are on here helping promote this incredible program. Jim, when you and I sat down, it was, if I remember correctly, it was March of 2013, the first time I sat down with you. You talked about the fact that the students that are graduating from Crown, they have a well-rounded view and they're prepared to bring their faith into the workplace regardless of where that workplace is. So what's your role as the chairman of the business department? What's your role in helping make sure these programs graduate business people ready to share their faith in their mission field of their workplace? That's a great uh, question, Jim. My, my role has been to help design the curriculum and oversee the, uh, the, the launch of uh, uh, some of the programs and the, uh, not programs, but the courses. Um, I'm also heavily involved in, in teaching. Uh, I'm teaching a number of the courses, and I think for me, it's to, to, to model, even though it's online, I can still, through my comments and through my interactions with the students, I can still model Christ-likeness and, and what a Christian worldview looks like in, in the context of the business world as we have it today. You know, you talk about your interaction with your online students, and it is what's so powerful about that is you you actually have i mean it's not like they're just disconnected from your from your workplace or from your school place you have interaction with them how do you interact with your online students cuz i know you got students from all over the country how do you interact with them what are the different ways well we interact um, through discussion boards in in the uh, in the course curriculum itself uh, i also interact with them quite often uh, by email and then there's a third way which is for me, probably the most exciting way, uh, I get to see them as they graduate. And that's an extremely exciting time to begin to, to put a face, name and a face together and to talk with them about their future, how the, uh, the degree that they're getting from Crown College, how they see that impacting their, their uh, future careers and where they're going to go. And uh, that's extremely fulfilling for me. And I know it's a, a treat for the students as well. Now, Fawn, you are the dean of the whole online studies and graduate studies program. So your role, how, how, what, describe your role for our audience today. Sure. Part of my job is to get the word out about the programs that we have, to make sure that we are communicating with the right audiences, with audiences that would have a desire to attend Crown College, also to, to offer innovative programs and new degree programs that are relevant and are meeting the needs in the workplace today to make sure that we have a quality curriculum as well as we offer student services to help our students be successful in their online learning programs. Now, you just use the word innovative programs, and I love that. And, and so let's talk about the master's level programs that we're going to uh, a little bit, because you've got, you don't just have an MBA program, which is fantastic. You have an MBA program. It's all online, which I love that. And you can find out more online at crown.edu forward slash radio. But you've got an MBA program with a nonprofit emphasis. And, and all of those have the biblical Christian worldview built into all of them. But you also have a master's in global leadership. I, I saw that on there and organizational leadership and Christian studies. So you've got, you've got a lot to offer business people out there. Talk to me about that. Yeah, we, we are offering an associate degree, a bachelor's level degree, as well as the master's degree programs that, that you've offered. And we did see a need in the area of nonprofit leadership and management just to help uh, individuals better understand the needs of running a nonprofit and how they can sustain a nonprofit and fundraise for a nonprofit. And so we tried to create a degree that would meet that need. 
And so these programs can be done online. Let's let's talk about how they can get in, enrolled. How often can somebody jump into the MBA program online at Crown? They can start six times throughout the year. Just about every seven weeks is another start date that they can begin their educational career at Crown. So when somebody, let's just say that I decided I wanted to get into the MBA program, which, by the way, I, I just, I I. I I'm I'm not going back. I know you want to. No, I don't. I don't want to go back. I can't. I I don't know. I'm too. I'm too. What was that, Jim? I can sense it in your voice. You really want to do this? <laughs> I would love to have the education, but I I think maybe I'd be tempted to want to teach some of the courses because of all the life experience I've gotten. All right, so six times a year. But if somebody decides, if I decided today I want to get in, how long does it take me to enroll and get everything set up and ready to go? So I'm ready to go for the next time you start classes. We can do that in about a week. Uh, fill out the application, send us your transcripts from your prior educational institutions. We'll review that, make a decision, help you order your books, and our next class will begin October 19th. Um, so students can apply today. So 1019, that's like the celebration of the 1987 stock market crash. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that, but you'll just have to check on that one. Okay. So I, I remember. I didn't remember the date, but I remember it happening. I, I believe it was a Monday, if I remember correctly, too. <laughs> All right. So these classes, so they could start on October, as soon as October 19th. So if somebody's listening today and you're like, wow, I've always wanted to get an MBA. Wow. How could I get it from a Christian organization, a Christian university, and get a biblical worldview in my MBA instead of just getting an MBA to get an MBA? They could start as soon as October 19th. They go online to crown.edu forward slash radio and all the information there for them, right? Correct. That's right. All right. So if they want to start October 19th, so how long do each one of the classes, I mean, are they, are they taking 10 classes at a time? How, how many classes are they taking at a time and how long does each one take? Students typically take one course at a time and each course is seven weeks long. Only one at a time. Well, that sounds pretty easy. Does it make it take like five years then to get this thing done because you're only doing one at a time? No, it only takes two and a half years. We have had some take uh, two courses in a in a seven week period. It does become a bit of a crunch. It's it's not impossible, but we wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Uh, now, Jose said I was being mean because I was I was asked this question. But seriously, when I think of a master's, I'm thinking I've seen some of my friends struggle to get their master's degree, their MBA degrees, and and they're pounding a lot of courses, they're doing a lot of studying, they're trying to work at the same time. And this sounds like this is very doable. I mean, one class at a time. So you can actually still have a life. You can work and be a dad or a mom and still do this master's program. Do you find a lot of people, uh, 30 to 50, who already are establishing families and jobs going through this program? Absolutely, uh, Jim. We, th that is the beauty of an online program. You pretty much set the time and the days when you want to be involved and the time frame that, that you have to, to do the study and to, to engage in, in the online discussion boards, writing the papers, doing research, and so forth. There's not a set class period that students have to attend, or learners have to attend. So it's on their own schedule, at their own pace, uh, it, but it's done over a seven-week period of time. All right. And, Fawn, you had mentioned when we talked last week on the phone, you had mentioned about this flexible learning, flexible classes. I mean, so you're saying that if I decided to join the MBA program at Crown, found online at crown.edu forward slash radio, that I could take my classes anytime during the day? I mean, I, I don't have to. It's not just everybody's got to be online at one time. No, you never have to be online at a certain given time or day. Uh, students will be given a weekly assignment schedule at the beginning of each seven-week course. 
Most of the assignments are submitted Sunday night by midnight. Each week, students will participate in an online discussion with their classmate, and usually their first response will need to be submitted by Thursday, and then by Sunday, they have to reply to two other students. The instructor will also interact on that discussion board, uh, and the students must follow the due dates listed on the schedule, but they're never required to be online at a certain day or at a certain time. So it really does fit into, they can do this late at night, they can do this early morning, whatever is best for them, and still have a full-time job, still be have a family, and, and fit it all in. That sounds pretty neat. So, I mean, what makes, when you talk about this, you, you got... How many online master's programs do you have? Do you have just the five that I listed, or are there more than that? Because you have a, uh, an MBA program. You have a nonprofit MBA program. you got a master's in global leadership, organiz- a master's in organizational leadership, and master's in Christian studies. Are those the five master's level programs that you guys have? Uh, we also have one in ministry leadership. And, and the, global, the global leadership has three different concentrations that the students can uh, concentrate in. One of them is a disaster and emergency management. Another is community development. And then a third one is international education. Dr. Fawn McCracken and Dr. Jim Nichols. Fawn and Jim, this is a great conversation. You just got me pumped up now. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. It is. It is indeed. You know, and it's so exciting that you guys are teaching each and every day that that the biblical worldview fits right in with the MBA, that fits right in with the other master's programs, it fits right in with your online undergraduate education. You're, you're showing the relevance of God to each and every subject, and I love that. And, and that's really, Jim, the conversation you and I had two years ago. I, I asked you a lot of those questions. I don't know if you remember me asking those, but I, I, like, I want to know. I want to know. Are these kids graduating ready to face the battles in a workplace? How do you answer that? I, I, absolutely, Jim. Absolutely. The the uh, the MBA programs are rigorous. They are challenging. They require a lot of attention, a lot of thought, critical thinking. Um, they students, uh, learners are asked to do outside research, even in an online environment. Because of all the collaborative tools that are available today, they are engaged in team projects. They're doing problem solving in a collaborative environment, and um, and they are coming out well prepared to take on the challenges that are that uh, the current business community is facing. All right, but but take that a little bit further because what what I want to I mean I I have fact assume because they're getting an MBA or another master's program from you guys that they're ready to take on their challenge in their workplace, but are they ready to take on the spiritual challenge in the workplace? Because the thing that is the most challenging about every workplace, as you guys both know, is it's the people and it's the the ability to share our faith through our relationships with those people and to really take it to the next level, take our faith to the next level. How How do you feel how well do you feel you guys are equipping spiritually these students to take their faith into the workplace? Uh, we are we are very strongly encouraging students, uh, learners, to think from a Christian worldview, to, to actually process through what they're learning in each of these courses with a biblical worldview. We, the professors that we're using to facilitate these courses all have that background themselves and incorporate that discussion into each of the courses that they have. Now, some courses are easier to do that than, than others, of course, but they are um, uh, being challenged uh, along those lines, and, and I think they're being uh, equipped very well 
for that challenge in the workplace. I may have a follow-up question to that in just a minute, but I want to move on to a different question. But that, that's what I want people to hear, is that not only are you going to get a quality online education from a, and a master's level, an MBA program, a nonprofit MBA, a master's in global leadership, organizational leadership, Christian studies, ministry leadership, but you're going to understand how to bring your faith into those things. And that's what I, I'm really excited about. I'm almost sounding like this is like a Tony Robbins commercial. Sorry. Hey, I'm, I'm just excited. I mean, I, I would love to be your full-time spokesman on the air because I think it's so great. And, and what's really cool, so the whole program is done online, but they get to come. Can they come to Crown for the actual graduation ceremony? Is that part of the deal? They get to, get to come to Minnesota in the best part of the year in May when people graduate? Do, do they get invited for that? We encourage them to come for graduation. We want to celebrate with them the accomplishment that they that they have achieved. Meet their families, hear their stories, hear they are hear how they are applying what they've learned in their workplace and in their community, and how they are how it has changed their lives and how lives and how they are changing the lives of others. That, I, I love that because I think that really probably puts the exclamation point on the education is that, hey, I really did this and I did this with all these people. I suppose it's probably really almost like a, a family reunion. All these people they've met on message boards and, and talk discussion boards and email them back and forth. They actually put a face with it and, and connect. I bet that's really a cool time to see that happen. It is a very exciting uh, time to see that all come about and, to, as, as Fawn said, celebrate with the, with the learners for all the hard work that they've put into to their program. And with our, with our adult students, we realize that it's a family journey, and we love meeting their families and hearing how the whole family has been impacted through this educational experience. I like that, the family journey. And really, because the, the moms and dads that are going through this, the, the, the adults that are going through this, they've got... Their families are making sacrifices so they can get this MBA degree. It is usual. Uh, it's an unusual uh, circumstance to push everybody through. You're pushing everybody to the edge because they've still got normal life going on around them, and then you're adding on the MBA program. But you're, you're, you're right. It's, it's like the whole family's graduating. I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool experiment. So tell me this, though. I've got a, a four-year bachelor's degree from a renowned public university. I don't have a I don't have a Christian college education. I had to go to a public school for my education. Can I still get in the MBA program at Crown? Absolutely, absolutely. They uh, the uh, requirements are are pretty well set. We they may a learner might have to come uh, and and take some some undergraduate uh, an accounting course or maybe a finance course. But we work with them uh, for that. But um, we we encourage them to come in with alternative degrees because they bring a different perspective to the problems and the issues uh, discussed uh, in the, in each one of these courses. So you're saying they may have some prerequisites that are necessary to get in the MBA program that they've got to take care of at an undergraduate level in order to get into one of these MBA programs. Yeah, that and, and very limited, but it mostly revolves around. Uh, accounting and a finance course. Well, you can't really run a business without understanding accounting. So I, I think everybody getting an MBA is going to go, yeah, I probably need to learn a little bit about profit and loss and balance sheets and payables, receivables. That's probably be a good idea. So what's your usual graduation rate of students at? And it, it, when they're joining in this program, when they start it, I mean, are most of them finishing in two and a half years? 
Yes, the majority of them are finishing in two and a half years. Do you have a, I mean, like 80% of them finish and 90% of them finish? I mean, what kind of a finish rate do you have? Because I understand this is a pretty, pretty big uh, undertaking. Right now we're running about a 90% completion rate. Wow. So people get in, they really love it, and they, they don't want to give up. That That's pretty fantastic. 90% completion. That's pretty good. All right. So talk to me about, I don't, let's just say somebody doesn't have a, a business degree. Like I've got a business degree, but it's an undergraduate degree, but it wasn't from Crown. Let's just say I, I have a ministry degree or I've got a science degree or I've got some other kind of degree. Can I still get in the MBA program or one of the other master's programs? I mean, if I didn't get it from Crown, I got it from somewhere else and it's and I want to get an MBA because now I've realized that business is really my thing. Can can is it still look like that same uh, option, Jim, where I may have some classes I've got to take in order to be able to get in or Fawn, if you want to answer that question? As long as you ha- have a degree from an accredited college or university, uh, you can come into the MBA program. Uh, you do need the prerequisite courses, as Jim mentioned, but we also have some alternative ways that you can accomplish that, uh, some software programs that can help you through the accounting and the finance. So you may not even need to do an entire class. Is teaching QuickBooks part of the MBA program? It is not that at this at this time, no. I would like to offer that up as a suggestion because all the people that I deal with in business, you know, ninety-five percent of small businesses in this country are run on that program. It should be a it should be a demand. People need to know Outlook, Office, Excel, PowerPoint, and QuickBooks because in the in, in the workplace, if you're going to run a business, you got to know those things or you're totally messed up. And no, yeah, now Intuit needs to pay me some advertising dollars. It's just so true because small businesses in the, this country are run on QuickBooks. You guys got you ought to look at that. And I know there's some other programs, but I mean, I, I mean, I've run into it all the time. All right, so Fawn, you said that people can get into the program how many times a year? Six times. They can get into the MBA program, the master's level program, six times. Is it just the MBA program is six times a year, or is it all of your master's level programs? It is all of our undergraduate degrees as well as all of our graduate degree programs. Six times a year. And the next deadline is October 19th, which is really a little bit over a month from now. And and so that's fantastic that that they can come online and they can get signed up. And and you said for an MBA degree, two and a half years. That's right. Yes. Yep. And, And only one class at a time. I mean, that makes it doable for people. Yeah, and that's why we have such a high success rate, uh, completion rate of the program, 90%. And uh, it's because they do have that flexibility. And if there's an issue that comes up in the family, they can't take a course for one, seven weeks, they can hop back in the next time that course is offered, and they really just continue right on with the program. Wow, that's pretty cool. So obviously this isn't a free program. There, People need to pay for this. If they don't have all the cash to get through the MBA program, but spread that, can, how, do, how do people pay for this? There's probably lots of different ways people do it. How do people pay for the MBA program? Well, if they don't have the cash to pay for it, there are loans that are available for the students to take to assist them in that journey. Okay, but I mean, like, if, if I was taking the classes, and, and what, am I? Can I write a check every seven weeks as as I start a new class? Can I just pay for it one at a time, or do I got to pay for the whole two and a half years at a time? You pay for one semester at a time, and so typically that would be three courses at one time. Okay, so a semester is three courses. Great. Okay, so so really, you're, they're taking three courses in a semester, but they're doing a one at a time. Correct. 
Right. Oh, I like that. Okay, so so there's financial aid available. Do you guys accept Pell Grants towards towards that? Do Pell Grants apply towards MBA programs as well? The Pell Grant does not apply towards a graduate program, but we definitely take them on our undergraduate programs. And is there any discounts or programs available for mili- for our, our, our veterans that are coming back off the field? They would have access to whatever type of aid that they can get fr- from being a veteran. All right. Fantastic. So there's lots of different ways people can afford to pay for this and uh, you guys make it reasonable and, and get it spread out. So let's go back to the question I told you I was going to ask right before the break. I really want, give me some specifics, some specific ways you guys are really building up, building in ways into your program, Fawn and Jim, a, a, for people to have their faith challenged, built up. I, I imagine you get people in your MBA programs that aren't Christ followers, that the whole idea is you introduce the biblical worldview to them. That's actually a new idea to them. Tell me how, how what's some specific things you guys build in the program to make sure that people are really understanding this biblical worldview. Jim, the very first course that students are encouraged to take is spiritual foundations for leadership. So we start them out right away having them examine their perspective on leadership and introducing them to the concepts of servant leadership. And looking at what Christ says the example of leadership, going through leadership theory, they're constantly challenged to to integrate scripture uh, into their discussion posts, into their, uh, uh, the assignments and research and papers that they're doing. They, uh, they are challenged in the world of, of ethics to think from a Christian worldview about ethical issues that are coming up that, that they are having to wrestle with, uh, act, practical issues that are uh, in, the, in the workplace and how, to, how they make decisions and how they handle money and how they uh, hire and fire, if necessary, uh, downsize organizations. All of this is looked at from specific Christian worldview. Now, that's some really great stuff. There's a lot of books out there written on that stuff, but to be able to pull it all into one place and get an MBA while you're learning it, that's really, really cool. Any, any other specifics? Jim, I know that you do mission trips, business as mission trips. Is that only on the undergraduate level? Is that part of the MBA program too? Uh, right now it is not a part of the MBA uh, program, but I do uh, do that uh, in the undergraduate business program, uh, going overseas and working with um, with, with uh, students. Uh, I do know that w- that the internet, the MBA program, is great for uh, for international students. In fact, I was in Taiwan this summer working with a business in a business's mission capacity, and one of the people in that organization was involved with the non nonprofit MBA. And it was fun to see her and work with her on site uh, in Taiwan. Uh, one of the few times that I get to do that, I've had uh, the chance to do face to face in an online setting. That's a long drive to Taiwan, but that was cool that you got to be side by side with her. We're talking today with Dr. Fawn McCracken. She's the dean of the School of Online Studies and Graduate Studies at Crown College, and Dr. Jim Nichols. He's the chairman of the business department at Crown College. You can find out a lot more about him at crown.edu forward slash radio. Lots of great information out there about their MBA programs, which is what we're focusing on today. A little later in the month, we'll talk about their, some of their undergraduate programs, but really wanted you to hear my listeners to hear about this great way to get an MBA with a biblical worldview. Fawn, your website says, called to serve, prepared to lead. How does that describe what you're doing within the MBA program? 
You know, there's a passage of scripture that explains it very well that I'd love to share with you. Go ahead. And that is Psalm 78, 70 through 72. That passage of scripture says, He chose David his servant and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people Jacob, of Israel his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. There are two qualities that are mentioned here, and that is integrity of heart and skillful hands. We care about both the character as well as the competence of our students here at Crown College. And in our MBA program, we want them to have a vibrant character. Uh, We want them to be individuals that are going to serve, that are going to love others and love Christ. And then we also want them to be individuals that can lead and set the example in their workplace and in their organizations. I love that. I just pulled two words out. You care about their character and their competence. And that's the goal within the MBA program is to get both. Now, obviously, you can't you can't when I hire somebody, when I help business owners hire people, you can't train character. You can't train work ethic, but you can character can be developed. It can be discipled. It can be mentored. And that's what you guys as professors get to do within that program. Uh, and then to also give them the competence. Hey, is this program only, this online MBA program, is this only limited to U.S., continental U.S. students? Or, I mean, okay, just United States students, because obviously there's part of the United States that's not connected to the continent. But can is it just limited to United States students? It is not, and actually, the individual that that uh, Dr. Jim Nichols was talking about that he went over to Taiwan to visit, she is actually now enrolled in our MBA program and is learning how to better operate her business in Taiwan. About a thousand downloads in the last three months have been from countries not the United States on the I Work for Him show. That that's why I really want to make sure you brought that up, so people. No matter where they are in the country, if they've got or the world, they can if they can get access to a great online connection and they've got the right undergraduate degree and the right prerequisites, they can get into your MBA program. Yes, they can. And that's the beauty of it, because in, in Taiwan, it's day over there when it's night over here, but it doesn't make any difference because it's a virtual classroom and and they there's no tie to, to time. So again, they're doing it on their time at their own speed. So just let's have a little fun here. What's your favorite part of being part of this online MBA program? Uh, Fawn, what's your favorite part of being part of this? It is getting to join hands with individuals, knowing that they feel that God God is calling them to accomplish a certain thing and to join hands with them and to see it become a reality, no matter where they are in the world. I apologize for interrupting. Uh, Jim, what about you? What, what, what's your favorite part of this? For, for me, it, it's, it's to see the, the learning, of course, to, to see the light bulb go on, to, to see the students be able to connect what they're experiencing in the work world, because most of these are, well, they're all adults, and, and so they're not a traditional undergrad. They're a, they're a working uh, adult, and they're bringing they're they're connecting what they're seeing in the workplace to what they're learning uh, through the program, and it's just wonderful to see how they interact with that and and bring that together. We're talking today with Dr. Fawn McCracken and Dr. Jim Nichols. They're from Crown College. Find out more online about them at crown.edu forward slash radio. We're talking today about their online MBA program, and we we determined earlier on in the show that it, you don't have to have an undergraduate degree from Crown. You can have an undergraduate degree from any other university. You may have some prerequisites in order to be able to get into the MBA program if your degree program wasn't a business-related degree and you didn't have accounting and finance or what other, other may 
other prerequisites maybe out there. But this is a program that's open to anybody in the world with the right this could be open to almost anybody that wants to get an MBA. If they've got the money and they've got the time and they've got the right undergraduate degree, this is wide open, isn't it? It, it, is, it is indeed. Yep. All right. So when you get to, well, who's a, let's just describe that perfect candidate for this, for this MBA program. What, who's the perfect candidate? Describe them who, like who your average student is. Well, I would say the, the average student is, is somebody who has had a little bit of business background. Now, they don't have to have a lot of background, but, but they're coming into, into the program with a somewhat of an understanding, but they want more. They want to know more about what's going on around them, how to influence the workplace better. And, and they see things that, that they can learn from this program to impact their organization. And also that they have felt that God's called them to this, that God's opening a door uh, for them to move into this kind of a program. And, um, and, and they see that this, is, uh, th- this has some great value and uh, kingdom impact. And that's really the, tr- the, the classical type of student for us. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about demographics. I mean, you've you, you got an age category that people typically are that start the MBA program? No, it's all over the board, Jim. So from 22 to 82, anywhere in between is good for you guys. Yeah. We're talking today with Dr. Fawn McCracken and Dr. Jim Nichols about the Crown College online MBA program. And really, we've talked about a lot of their programs, but we've focused on the online MBA program. It doesn't matter where you are in life. If you've got an undergraduate degree and you want to advance yourself, you want to learn some new stuff, but at the same time, you want to get the biblical perspective on your online, on an MBA, you could do all this online. No matter where you are, no matter what time of day, you can accomplish this MBA on your own in two and a half years. Jim and Fawn, it's been a fun show. What? Just give me one, just a few sentences on, Fawn, why should somebody consider this, doing this with Crown College? You know, Crown College, we are preparing students for more than a career. We are pre- preparing them to live out their God-given calling. I like that. It's almost like you rehearsed that. I think that was really good. Jim, uh, Jim, tell me, tell me why you think people should consider Crown College for their online MBA program. Well, they will bring value to themselves, they will bring value to the employers they're working with, both from an understanding of the business, greater understanding of the business world, but also from a spiritual perspective. They will come in as a deeper, uh, more challenged Christian, uh, being able to incorporate that into, into their business life. I love that. Dr. Fawn McCracken and Dr. Jim Nichols, thank you so much for being part of I Work For Him today. And thank you so much for just bringing this to everybody's attention. I'm so excited. I really hope that people listening today are signing up. Thanks again for being on I Work For Him. Thanks for the opportunity, Jim. All right, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, thanks for listening. I really hope that the conversation challenged you to think, maybe I should get my MBA. And maybe, and if I could, if I'm going to do it, I ought to get it with a biblical worldview. Hey, thanks to Jose Cruz. He did a great job today keeping me connected all the way to the frozen tundra in Minnesota. Thanks so much. Thanks to our show sponsors, Most Insurance, found online at mostins.com. Bel Air Wealth Management, found online at belairwealthmanagement.com. And Crown College, find them online at crown.edu forward slash radio. As I said at the beginning of the show, I say it at the end of the show. Please go out to iworkforhim.com this weekend. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and Consider making the commitment to start being a light in your workplace. Consider making the commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. If we're going to take this city, we're going to do 
We're going to take the city by praying for our coworkers and employees. You know, we learned today that our faith can impact our workplace, but we learned that we can learn how to help our faith impact our workplace by getting an MBA program with a biblical worldview. I mean, a lot of people think, why should you get an MBA? Like, well, why not do it and learn what scripture has to say about leadership, about handling money, about dealing with employees. That's really what I Work For Him is about all day long. I mean, if you listen to my show for you know 10 or 12 years, you might get enough information to learn what an MBA teaches you. But in Crown College, you could do it in two and a half years. Just want to challenge you to think about that. But I really want to challenge you also to think about your workplace as a mission field. And as you go and you head into the weekend, consider signing up to join the I Work For Him nation and praying for your coworkers and employees by name. Looking for ways to serve them, befriend them, looking for ways to pray with them, but all along being the best and brightest employee in Tampa Bay. Consider being that part of that nation. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. For him.